Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode two of The History of, presented by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Wolfie Tash, and today we're going to be talking about the history of Lob City in Los Angeles, otherwise known as the Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan era as part of the Clippers from 2012 to 2017, and how they changed the landscape of Los Angeles basketball forever. Before we get into talking about how Lob City came to be, let's first take a look at how the Clippers positioned themselves in order to create Lob City in the first place. In the past years, the Clippers had always been a disappointing franchise, and that's putting it nicely. Between 1992 and 2011, the team had just two winning seasons and one playoff series win, and had always taken a backseat to their more popular, more successful big brother team that they shared their home with, the Los Angeles Lakers. At the start of the 2011-2012 season, things were finally starting to look up for the Los Angeles Clippers. Their number one overall draft pick, Blake Griffin, had just come off winning Rookie of the Year the previous season. Their star big man, DeAndre Jordan, had been showing signs of improvement in every single offensive category over the past two seasons. And the team was able to increase their overall win total from 19 wins in 2009 to 32 wins in 2011. The team had also signed veterans Karan Butler and Chauncey Billups to pair with their young stars. And the Clippers had finally seemed like they had put themselves in position for their first winning season in over 10 years. During the same time, the Los Angeles Lakers and Charlotte Hornets had been in talks about pulling off a humongous three-team blockbuster trade that would have totally shaken up the landscape of the NBA. The trade would send Pau Gasol, Goran Dragic, and the Lakers' 2012 first-round pick to the Rockets, Kevin Martin, Luis Scola, and Lamar Odom would go to the Hornets, and the Lakers would receive Chris Paul. At just 26 years old, Chris Paul had already won the Rookie of the Year, was a four-time All-Star, a three-time All-NBA selection, and a three-time All-Defensive Team selection. He was going to be paired in the backcourt with Kobe Bryant, who was still at the prime of his career, and the Lakers had positioned themselves to become the new super team of the NBA. On December 9, 2011, it looked like the deal had been done and the Lakers were going to get their guy. However, just one hour after the agreement was made, NBA Commissioner David Stern decided to kill the deal. Since the Hornets were technically owned by the league, Commissioner Stern had the power and the right to veto any trade he saw unfit for the team. And at the time, he felt he could get a better package in return for Chris Paul than what the Lakers were offering. So the deal was dead and all three teams were left with nothing. Just six days later, on December 15, 2011, the Los Angeles Clippers saw their opportunity to improve and took it. They sent Eric Gordon, Chris Kamen, Al Farouk Aminu, and a 2012 unprotected first-round pick to the Hornets in exchange for Chris Paul and a future second-round draft pick. At the same time, Blake Griffin was speaking with the media during a Clippers practice at their facility when teammate DeAndre Jordan approached Blake to tell him the news. When Blake heard the news that the team had received Chris Paul, he looked up and said, Oh, it's going to be Lob City. 
It was at that very moment that a new era was born for Los Angeles basketball. The Clippers went 40-26 and in their first season with Lob City together and made it to the playoffs for the first time since 2006. They went on to win in seven games in the first round versus the Memphis Grizzlies before being swept out of the playoffs by the San Antonio Spurs. However, the Clippers had a lot to be proud of after that first season together. At the start of the next season, the Clippers had only seemed to have gotten better. The new Big Three set a franchise record winning 17 games in a row, recorded their first 50-win season, and became just the third team in NBA history to go undefeated in a calendar month after going 16-0 in December of 2012. The Clippers finished fourth in the West that year, going 56-26, and and once again met the Memphis Grizzlies in the first round of the NBA playoffs. The Clippers jumped out to an early 2-0 lead in the best-of-seven series, but just couldn't keep it together and collapsed, losing each of their next four games en route to ending their season in the first round. After a second consecutive season of losing out in the playoffs, the Clippers decided it was time for a change. The team traded two first-round picks to the Boston Celtics in exchange for head coach Doc Rivers. Rivers had been the coach who had helped Boston's Big Three win a title in 2008, and the Clippers were hoping he could do the same with their young Big Three. Despite losing Chris Paul for over a month during the season, the Clippers still finished with a 57-25 record, led by Blake Griffin, who finished third in the MVP voting. Blake Griffin was becoming the new superstar of L.A., and the Clippers made it to the playoffs for their third consecutive season. The Clippers met their rival Golden State Warriors in the first round and took the series to seven games before beating the Warriors and advancing to the second round of the playoffs. However, they came up just short again in the second round as they lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder in six games. The 2014 season would bring one of the biggest changes of all for the franchise. In April of 2014, TMZ obtained a recording of then-Clippers owner Donald Sterling making racist comments about the fact that his then-girlfriend was, quote, broadcasting herself hanging out with African Americans, end quote, and that he would prefer if she did not bring them to his games. Many people throughout the league and the media reacted poorly to this, and legends such as Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, and others came out to condemn his actions. The league decided to ban Sterling from any and all team activities for the rest of the season while giving him the maximum fine possible of $2.5 million. These recordings came to light the same day of Game 4 of the first round of the Western Conference playoffs. The team protested in silence on the court, reversing their shirts so that none of their logos could be seen by any of the cameras. And this ultimately had a big effect on the team, who was up in the series however, lost their next three games and were knocked out of the playoffs by the Golden State Warriors. Sterling battled with the NBA for months, but was ultimately forced to sell the team in the summer of 2014 to Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer for $2.5 billion. In Ballmer's first year as owner, Lob City looked like they hadn't missed a beat and finished 56-26, and finishing third in the Western Conference. The Clippers were back in the playoffs for the fourth straight season and were taking on the defending NBA champion San Antonio Spurs in the first round. 
The series went a thrilling seven games and came down to a last-second Chris Paul fadeaway shot with one second left on the clock, and the Clippers knocked out the defending champions to move on to the second round. In the second round, the Clippers met the then number two seed Houston Rockets and took a commanding 3-1 series lead, including 20-point victories in games 3 and 4. The Clippers looked like they were finally on their way to their first ever Western Conference Finals, but just like it had happened in many years past, the Clippers could not hold on to their series lead and dropped the next three games in a row, allowing Houston to advance to the Western Conference Finals. Many people around the NBA considered it to be the greatest collapse in NBA history, considering the Clippers had held multiple 20-point leads throughout games 5, 6, and 7, and just could not shut the door on the Rockets. Both the next two seasons had very similar feels for the LA Clippers and Lob City. Each of the seasons, the team lost one of their big three for most of the year due to injury. The team would come together at the end of the year and build strong momentum just before the start of the playoffs. Both teams finished with 50-plus wins in the regular season, and both teams finished fourth in the Western Conference those years. And again, in both years, the Clippers would embarrassingly lose in the first round of the playoffs to teams that they were favored to beat. The Lob City era came to an end officially in 2017, when the Clippers traded Chris Paul to the Rockets for seven players and cash. The following year, after signing a five-year max contract to become a Clipper for life, the Clippers ended up trading Blake Griffin away to the Pistons, and DeAndre Jordan would sign with the Dallas Mavericks after the 2018 season was over. During their six seasons they spent together, Lob City compiled a record of 313 and 163, good for a 657 winning percentage, never finishing lower than the fifth seed in the West. They had five straight 50-win seasons and six straight seasons with a winning percentage better than 600. However, Lob City will unfortunately always be remembered for their shortcomings in the playoffs. The team never made it past the second round of the playoffs and blew series leads in four of their six playoff appearances. While the three main members of Lob City are with their new teams, the Clippers' future is actually extremely bright. This past season, the Clippers became the first team in NBA history to win 45 or more games without having a single All-Star on their team. The Clippers made it to the playoffs and managed to take their first round series to six games, including two wins in Golden State, something that many experts predicted to be impossible at the start of the series. Coming into this offseason, the Clippers have $60 million in cap space, a well-established general manager and head coach, and an owner who is willing to support them in any means necessary. Lob City helped gain the Clippers the respect not only in Los Angeles, but in the NBA. Today, the Clippers are viewed as one of the top 10 most valuable franchises in the NBA, and are one of the best up-and-coming teams in the league thanks to the assets they got in return for trading away each of the members of Lob City. While they may have never won a title, Lob City made the Clippers the new team to beat in L.A. and established a culture of winning for the Los Angeles Clippers. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Be sure to check out the next episode of The History Of coming next Friday. And be sure to check out the Believe Podcast Network for other great sports podcasts like this one. I'm Wolfie Tash, and you've been listening to The History Of on the Believe Podcast Network, L.A.'s number one home for sports podcasts. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.